You're tuned in to the So Creative Podcast, a leading podcast for photographers, videographers, and leaders in the visual arts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to So Creative Podcast. And our guest for this episode is Janine Abehai. Hello, Hello. Janine Abehai. She's a fashion and beauty photographer from the Philippines. We're so happy to have you. How are you? Hi, uh, <laughs> thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. How about you? That's always, I mean, <laughs> life's good. How is it there in the Philippines? Well, I'm not sure if, if I'm going to say it's in a good condition, but we're trying and we're all resilient. So each day we take it day by day but just just protecting ourselves and of course following health protocols and everything we're just holding on tight right okay <laughs> all of us are. yeah so to start the episode we've already introduced you as a fashion and beauty photographer i'd like to start with what got you into it in the first place because there are so many niches why fashion and beauty photography now yeah all right so what got me into fashion and beauty photography is during the time when I visited Canada. So the serious fascination of the craft started when I traveled there. And during my visit, I thought to myself, what if I use my uh, spare time to contact models and shoot with them there? So I did that and my work was received very well there and also back home in the Philippines, right? And by then, I also took seriously the work of retouching. So I learned the proper techniques. And from there, I decided to build my portfolio and then i took the attention of also youtubers beauty youtubers so i watch a lot of their videos and from people like tati westbrook nikki tutorials and desi perkins they've inspired me to try different types yes. of makeup looks so that's how my journey started Oh, so you're actually also into the beauty industry, not just photographing. Yes, I, I definitely am. And I also like to collect makeup. And back then, I would really enjoy going to Sephora. When I go to Sephora, it's like a wonderland for me. Like everything is like a piece of gold. So I swatch things, I try on things, and I look at the colors and the use. So beauty is really something that's close to my heart, not just in photography, but also the craft itself, I must say, the totality of it. Yeah, because I, I was just like wondering how people get into it. I guess you have to be naturally keen on that yes. aspect also. Like it's not just about photography, but the beauty and the fashion world itself. Yeah, yeah. you have to take interest on the topic itself. You research about the products, you know a certain makeup artists and follow their work. So a lot of my Photography work as well is inspired or is owned by me researching most of those things. And I look at their techniques and how they do makeup and what type of products they use. So that really inspires me more to perfect my craft as well because it's a two-way process. The mm -hmm. makeup artist is also the photographer. Yeah, exactly. The photography. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something though about you went to Vancouver Fashion Week. So was that the time that you went to Canada that you mentioned that you tried fashion and beauty photography for the first time? Or was that later on in your journey in the fashion industry? All right. That was during the time that I traveled there. 
So, during my stay there, mm-hmm. uh, I heard that there was gonna be a fashion week at the time. So, it really interested yeah. me because I've never been in one at the time. And it's kind of, you know, huge because it's yeah. Vancouver Fashion Week. So, I really took the opportunity yes. to go. And even though I was just an a spectator, I brought with me a telephoto lens thanks to Tommy Monteverde. Shout out to you. <laughs> uh, he lent me that lens and used my camera and took some photos. And luckily, I got noticed by the designers who were showcased in that fashion show. So it really flattered me and I was oh, happy because really? I have the potential to be uh, recognized internationally. So that's also one thing that I would really want to take on in the near future. I want to take it further to that extent. Yeah. What do you mean by recognize? Like, how did they find out about you at that time, the designers and all mm-hmm. that? So Instagram was quite getting big at the time, right? So a lot of people are already mm-hmm. being creative on Instagram and a lot of people are already booking fashion and beauty jobs there. And also a lot of creatives are starting to be acquainted with each other on Instagram. So what I did was yeah. uh, I... those designers in my pictures and also have used the hashtag official hashtag of the fashion show and from there they took notice of me and reposted some of my work as well in their instagram pages and were sending me messages like oh thanks thanks so much for taking pictures of my work and you really are a good photographer and that really surprised me that's why oh i can actually do oh, this yeah. <laughs> so I, I from there i had taken it seriously <laughs> yeah because yeah, is that's very interesting because uh, the social media world has like democratized all these things yeah like, exactly. it's easier to like reach designers now and we're gonna get back to that later because i have a question related to that and maybe like a tip for people but that's gonna be like yeah that's a, that's another question all right but one last question about this though like was it hard to get into the fashion week be part of it do you need to know someone or is it just okay to like be a spectator and not know anyone basically just go there okay. all right so the uh, vancouver fashion week is chill and relaxed so i got into there by it was really simple i just bought a ticket because it's it's some sort of a an open oh, event so okay. i didn't need to okay. be connected with anybody because i was I was just part of the audience. But luckily, because mm-hmm. of the decision that I bought the ticket and went there, those designers were able to notice me. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. So that decision came out of nowhere, basically. Yeah, also. yeah, yeah. Just one day, I just decided to, <laughs> what if I go to Vancouver Fashion Week? What if I just hop on a bus and go there? <laughs> so I did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it yielded me oh good results. So. Yeah, that's very like, well, what an adventure. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it, actually. But maybe I should do something like that in my life. Also. Yeah, do something spontaneous <laughs> and you never know. It might cost you some positive change or something, right? That's that's amazing. Like, I'm amazed just listening to you right now. But um, now that we talk about like fashion and beauty photography, like you did mention that that is fashion and beauty photography is so creative like the work is collaborative and creative what do you think for you is the difference between beauty photography and portrait photography because you're both just taking photos of people but how are they different 
Right. So beauty and fashion photography are different from portrait photography in the sense that in order for you to build a solid fashion or beauty image, it has to have a consideration of various factors, right? So it includes um, the wardrobe, the light setup, the mm. background, the makeup look, the hairstylist, and even how you post-process the image yeah. afterwards. So it's really a process. And mm. I would like to put it in a way that you have to build the image for it to become solid. Just like building a house, you know, it has to have a good foundation. So that's the difference between that field of photography and portraiture, right? So like I always say, it's a mm, collective yeah. effort and it's not just simply capturing a person's face. It's also a matter of having an eye for that type of creativity and also the artistry that's behind it. So there, of course, I'd mm. add that it's an expression of different angles and colors so you need to also have an in-depth understanding of colors of different hues when you do different light setups whether you want it to be dark or light or the makeup whether you want it to be playful or simple or uh, more edgy and also with the the wardrobe of course of the model do you want it to have a lot of curves do you want it yes be more flowy or do you want it to be a little more relaxed so there are really a lot of considerable factors to look at. That's why beauty and fashion photography mm. is complex, very complex. Yeah. Speaking of complex though, like the planning aspects of it that. So I guess there's a lot of prep work. A yes, lot of prep work very. there's a lot of people involved. Uh-huh. Like can you like picture out what that is like cuz to me it's not just as simple as talking to a client cuz you're basically working with so many people already yeah. like you've mentioned wardrobe makeup artist how does that work like the prep All right so i usually build a mood board and the way i mm. build the mood board is i think of a theme in mind first like for example i want it to be edgy so I look for images in mm. fashion editorials or Pinterest or Vogue or any type of magazine. And I look for the type of edgy photos that I want to achieve. So all those photos are concepts yes. or images. I compile it in a board, like a digital board, in just in Google Slides. So I compile it. And then yeah. <laughs> I have this partner makeup artist whom I always work with. Shout out to Colleen. So we're like a tandem. That has been like the, the scheme yeah. here when well, I'm here in Davao. But it's different when I was in Manila. So yeah. I'm just going to talk about what's happening with my current situation. So she and I would partner up and uh, look at the mood board. And then we collaborate with what type of makeup looks with that type of concept. And then she would also pitch in with her ideas. And then with the hair as well, think yes. about it all together. And then for the clothing, we reach out to a stylist and then ask them if you can okay. provide this type of clothing. So it's a lot of conversation involved and a lot of back and forth. But yes. uh, with the enthusiasm of the team and everyone involved, it usually just comes together. And voila, we have a good board. And there we just set a date for the shoot and contact the, the desired model yes. that we want. And then there, I have it. There, there we have it. We have a shoot. The same. Yeah, and after that, I was I post. Yeah, process. so it's 
So basically, it's it's not just a one man thinking kind of thing. Yes, like you need to work with other artists as oh, well. Oh, that's, yes, that's yes, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I see that. I see how it works. Yeah, now. I, uh, to the point actually. Yes, okay, yeah, the, to the point actually <laughs> that even during my post processing, I turn to some of my friends. Yeah. To my to the friends who are hearing yes. this, uh, I think you know who you are. So I approach you guys and show you my photo, <laughs> and then ask for feedback as to does this yes. photo look too warm or too cool for you in terms of color or how the yeah. model is posing. So color. I also ask for feedback yes. whenever I'm in the process of. I also want to ask for other people's perspective because they have different set of eyes, right? So yeah. Yes. It's a big... They may see something that you yeah, don't... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Probably think that the post looks weird in this photo when I do not, right? Or what, <laughs> maybe one friend thinks yes. that this picture is a little too cold or in blue tint. So that that's why I need to put a, yes. warm, a, a warmer color to the treatment. Warm. So, yeah. Mm. I also like to get other people's feedback and incorporate it into my work because I, I like... Uh, collective effort sort of process. Mm. I love that. It's it's a very collaborative yes. work, basically. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. It's very insightful. And yeah, mm-hmm. now, now that we talk about the photography aspects of it, what camera are you currently using? Like, does it even matter what kind of camera you're using in the industry? And then is there any camera that you think would be a very good upgrade, a dream camera? That will make your life better, I guess, or make your creative work better. Okay, so right now I'm using. Actually, I have it here right now. I'm just gonna show. Her. She is R three, and attached to this camera as well, mm-hmm. f one point eight lens. lens. Okay, so that's the main camera mm-hmm. that I'm using mm-hmm. right now. Actually, uh, I do believe that this is already my dream camera because for the past eight years since I oh. was in second year college i was using the d90 the nikon d90 although that camera the so-called legendary camera a lot of people are referring to it as a legendary camera <laughs> but you know yes. um, because of the wear and tear of equipment use uh, upgraded eventually stuff, right to also meet the yes. needs of your yes. photography work so that i decided to upgrade with this sony i know that switching that from Brands is also a factor in photography, right? So I yes, was a former yes. Nikon user. Well, I still consider myself one because I didn't let go of my old camera. But right now, I'm exploring a new yes. unit, which is with Sony. So it helps me a lot because it's a really good camera. It's very foolproof and it won't disappoint you in any way. So that's one thing that I really need right now as a photographer. It's the reliability of the camera. And I'm really satisfied with it right now. Yes. So going to the question of does the camera unit matter in the industry? I would like to say mm. yes if you're going for photography professionally because I've tried mm. several situations in my life wherein the camera that I was using, the D90, back in the day, wasn't yeah. tiring. It wasn't working well. Oh. It wasn't shooting Hot shoe had a problem. Oh my god! Me, I, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself, right, in front of models and advise everyone if you would like to go into 
um, the fashion and beauty photography or any type of photography industry. Just the photography industry as a whole, buy yourself a reliable set of equipment so that camera, lenses, everything, so that you won't have any difficulty. But if you're a casual shooter who just likes to take pictures of, you know, everyday life or nature or your family or your friends or events or when you travel, any type of camera will do. But if you want to buy a upgraded one, like a full-frame one, go ahead. It's your choice. But any camera doesn't really matter. Yeah. In the end, it's really about what do you use it for. Yes. Because you're going to invest if you're going to be doing it professionally. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> you have to. And you have different types of needs. So if you want to do portraiture yes. or like... Uh, actually, I'm aiming to buy a 100mm lens just because um, oh. it's perfect for macro beauty photography. So Oh, there's such yeah, a thing. So, macro uh, so when you do macro, you go as near as shooting with with this type with Face. the frame as this with this distance so yes. when you look at the frame of the picture you will only be seeing the very closest parts of the face like the eyes the nose the lips <laughs> okay. so well, in order to achieve okay. that you might have to purchase a special type of lens for that so that's what i'm i've been meaning with yes. um buying equipment that works for you you want to get and, that. Yeah, and also yes. the equipment that will help you <laughs> achieve your visions. Mm. I actually saw an Instagram post of yours with just faces posts. Oh, that was so interesting. The one with the jewelry. Oh my God, that was so beautiful. I forgot the name of the model, the dark one. I, th- I believe it was... Anas- um, was that... Nangs? I think so. Yeah, her but handle on Instagram is um, nangs.online. And she's actually very famous now yes. in New York because um, she's a fashion girl, right? And mm. um, she's also a model. So one day yes. she was walking down the streets of New York and Gigi Hadid actually yes. took a snapshot of her and posted her on um, her Instagram page. And that's how she was discovered. Yes, on social media. Like, imagine that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? So... <laughs> You'll never really know. That's why uh, just yeah. put your work out there. Never really know. Yeah, just put your work out there and don't be shy. Yes. <laughs> just show them your skills and what you're capable of. Show them your yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. How did you get to find her, by the way? I'm just curious. She was a friend of a friend and she was just visiting here in the Philippines at the mm. time. And my okay. friend, Sarah Suyum, hello, if you're listening to this. She was the one who contacted me and told me that Model was here in, in Davao City. That's why after work, during that time, mm-hmm. uh, I went to her beauty studio and shot the model alongside Siobhan Morris. Hello, <laughs> if you're listening. So it was the two of them. So, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there was another model in the shots. Okay. Yeah. Was that was that like an official thing that shoot? Was that an official shoot or was just that for portfolio? Yeah, it was just for fun. It was just for some portfolio. Oh work. really? Yeah. Oh okay. It was so beautiful. Like I swear, when I was watching it, I just kept looking at her skin. I'm like, how oh, do you keep skin that beautiful? <laughs> wow, skincare maybe. <laughs> yes. And good, um, yes, good like, I was so amazed. Like, oh my yeah. God. That also, mm-hmm. yes, of course. How how much retouching was that one? I was just wondering. Honestly, if the model 
has great skin and the makeup artist had done great yeah. makeup then retouching is a breeze really it's actually good. very enjoyable mm. it's like painting <laughs> oh my god yeah. that word enjoyable yeah, enjoyable <laughs> okay but that's very these are very insightful things like the fashion world is actually very also different yeah. and speaking of like models i was just wondering you have worked with non-models also before right like how is it different to work with them is there a stark difference is it difficult to communicate with someone who is a non-model or is it easier for the models to get comfortable in front of the camera all right so the difference between models and non-models are of course uh, the models are hired to model right so it's their job professionally Mm -hmm. Whereas the non-models are just people who would like to have their pictures taken creatively, if I may say that way. The non-models, mm-hmm. they need to be helped in such a way that you have to assist them in what type of poses they can do and how to mm-hmm. move about their face projections and also how to arrange their bodies yes. so that they would look flattering on camera. But for the most part, um, when they get comfortable and get the hang of it, they're really good and yes. you yield good results as well with non-models. But I can say as well mm. that models are really trained or are they really used to what they're doing. So when you shoot with them, it's just natural. Like you don't even have to say much. They just do what they need to do. Um, I, I, do it. Yeah. So yeah. I think modeling, it's like mm. you're an actress. Yes. You're yes. an actor and actress, but you are portraying a character in front of the camera. So you have to have different types of expressions. Yes, and it's a photo. Yeah, expressions. You have to <laughs> yes. uh, show different types of body movement so you can animate your very provocative story. So yeah, that's the difference yes. between them and how communicate. How do you convey though to a model like a concept? Like I was just wondering, like you have you have planned everything right. You have a theme. How do you communicate that with a model, or did they just get it right away? Like how does that happen? Like in between mm. there. Okay, so usually I send the model the mood board of the shoot, right? Mm. So she would okay. she would immediately know, or he would immediately know what's the concept or mm. what's the mood and what's the tone of the. Yes. The photo shoot. So from there, I think that they internalize what I send them. And then we, when they arrive at the set, they already, mm. already know what to do. So from there, they do what they have to do. <laughs> and then when we check the pictures, actually, we constantly do like an in-between check-in during photo shoots. So mm. uh, what I do is I take the photos. Yes. And then after which... Uh, the, together the mo- and the model we check the pictures and then see if we are really getting the concept or if we are really vibing mm. with the style that we have in mind so if we're seeing that oh the, these images are good and the way you project is okay then we will continue but if I have a feedback or a comment I usually mm. just say that oh you, your expression may be improved by this and that and then we apply it during the time that we were shooting, yeah. the shooting. So it's like basically like there's still a communication during shooting. Like you still give them feedback that uh, I like tweaks, like I want this, I want that. You're basically like a director, like a <laughs> yeah, creative uh, director in the yeah, sense. Yeah, of some sort. So. 
Okay, I see. So the concept basically is just to to show them what you're trying to aim for. And then from there, they're going to understand it and then work from there until you get a really good shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, I guess you could also apply that to non-models then. Though, yeah. Um, if you have like a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I can yes. apply the same concept <laughs> as well. Although it can take a little more hand-in-hand work with the non-models because like I said, they, they, oh. it's not their job to be a model, right? So it takes a little more assistance <laughs> with them. But it's okay. It doesn't, uh, I don't mind mm. because at the end of the day, we still are able yeah. to get the shot that we want. So the extra effort is no big deal. Yes. How do you get them comfortable though? I was just wondering because I know that it's also very crucial part of being a photographer of people. Like how do you get them comfortable? Like what are your tips on that one? Like get comfortable like for non-models especially. Right. So my tip is that you have to have a good rapport with your models, even with the professional models already, right? The way you give them feedback is not in a negative way, but in a positive way. So you start it with this shot. I like what you did here. What we can do to improve it is this and that. So you always have to give positive Mm. notes to them because uh, that's the way in which they will be comfortable with you. So that's one way that Mm. I do. And next is I talk to them. I make them feel comfortable, like, I ask them about how they're feeling or how everything has been lately mm. with you. So I, I chit-chat with them yes. so to make them feel at ease because sometimes, right, when you do photo yes. shoots, you, get, you tend to feel nervous or not really nervous, but because some of the people... Uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, some of the people in the team are people they mm. haven't really worked with or haven't seen at all before, <laughs> right? So it's yeah, a matter of exactly. being just friendly and approachable. Those are the two things that are two mm. types of traits that I would like to give advice on. There's a lot of human element to it. Like yeah. in the end, it's about the people. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So getting back to the fashion aspect of you getting there and all that. So yeah, I did mention you that we're going to get back to it. So my question is that, would you have any tips how to get started on the fashion and the beauty industry as a photographer? And what tips would you give to the listeners here who want to venture into it but do not really know where to start? You know, how did you get there yourself? Right. So I would, first, I would advise everyone to, if you're a beginner, I would advise you to just shoot with whatever type of camera that you have at the moment. I remember back in the day in college, that was fourth year college, I was a yes. president in <laughs> the university's photography club. Shout out to Ateneo Photographer Society. <laughs> so, I was a president back then. Who knew, right? So I was a president yes. of, of the organization <laughs> back then. And then the club's motto was the best camera that you have is the one that's right in your hands. So that speaks speaks volumes already. So if you're just starting out and learning the ropes of being a photographer, just use whatever you have. And that's that's already a Mm. good beginning. And after which, you should be able to learn light. So 
photography is mainly about light, right? Mm-hmm. So honestly, whichever yes. if if I was shooting a D90 or if I was shooting a a, a Sony A7R3, it wouldn't look great if I don't know how to use light. Because if you don't know the basics of mm. using your camera settings or how to understand light in the studio or understand light outdoors, then you wouldn't be able to yield yes. very good pictures. So that's the most important thing, learning how to uh, mm. use light and understand the nature of it. Yeah, and I would also mm. like to advise people to study other photographers' work. So that's already next level. So if you want to dive deep deeper and go into like if you want to yes. really penetrate the industry you have to look at other people's work you don't have to copy mm-hmm. them or that's actually discouraged you should not copy them but yes. have your own just be yeah, inspired. Uh, yeah just have uh yes you have to have your own style the purpose of looking at other photographers work is you're right to be inspired and also to understand that the techniques are working in favor of their work, right? So if you know this type of technique, then most probably mm, yes. will also achieve that type of image as well. And I would like to also advise mm. the people who are wanting to get into the industry as well is to continually experiment and try new things with your work because in that way, you will make your visions a reality. And the key to that as well is to have a solid team. So... We're just going to go back with what I've said earlier, that it is a collaborative effort. So with a solid team, collaborative uh, with, a solid team yes. with you and that vision in mind, it will enable you to experiment more and to discover different types of techniques and light setups. And you might surprise yourself, right, with what you can do and how you can take your work to the next level. So that's it. Yeah. Yes. With a good team, you mean, like, it's really different. It becomes, like, um, a collaborative work. It becomes very different. I know. Like, going back and forth with different artists yeah, and yeah. all that. They and have also, also different uh, takes on thing, things. So, my opinion on something, mm. like, my opinion on, like, a dress would probably be different with the yes. makeup. Even the makeup artist, right? So, they, they also have an eye yeah. for clothing. <laughs> So maybe their their yes. take is different from mine. So I would be curious why why do you have uh, this type of opinion, why? right? So we would discuss it, and then oh, uh, it can yes. be also a learning curve. I would like to share that before and mm-hmm. during my time working in Manila, I was a creative director for like an online e-commerce beauty store. So it's called Beauty Bubble Online, and there mm-hmm. we produce. Oh yes, yeah, yes. we produce. Uh, celebrity shoots so during those celebrity shoots usually the stylist and i would collaborate as to which garment would look great in this layout so that greatly underscores the principle that i have been sharing for since mm. earlier during this talk right that it's really a collaborative effort yes exactly and uh, i think it's also good to go back with what you said that just put your work out there because no matter how many photos you get, if no one knows yeah, that you yeah, even yeah. exist, no one will know you're yeah, there. <laughs> exactly. Actually, before, before, to be honest, I was shy with my work. I really didn't want to mm. put it out there because I think it's cheesy. Yeah. Like, why would I make an Instagram <laughs> account or why would I bother posting 
the yes. scriptures, right? Like, it's so cheesy. But, <laughs> but later on, I realized that how would people know that I that, that this is my no. work if I don't put it out there? So I shrugged it off and yes. I ultimately gave in and showed everybody that this is my work. So luckily, it had created a lot of good results and great feedback from people. Right. So don't be shy, guys. Just, yes. Yes. That's that's a very yes. That's a very strong message. All of your work and you'll never know right and don't even think yes. about and even tag yeah and even tag the right people yeah, tag the if right you want people. to like yes tell them out like hey yeah yeah mm, exactly Ta- just exactly. tag the right people and the recognition will come around right that's actually what happened with me when i posted a photo and benefit canada took notice of it and they reposted it on their page Oh, right, so, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's an image still created by me and Pauline. Shout out to you again. <laughs> yeah, so mm. just post, just tag, and make it known that you are a photographer. Yes, yes. If you really want to go pro, you shouldn't be shy yeah. <laughs> about it. <Yep. laughs> Yeah, so Jenny, that, that was very insightful. Like, to be honest with you, I'm so fascinated with, like, your story and, like, what actually goes behind all these beautiful, beautiful photos. Like, you Thank just you underestimate so when you see all these, like, especially, like, the magazine stuff, you just, you know, like, okay, it's a, it's a beautiful photo. But now that you talk about it, I'm just like, okay, there's so much hard work actually going on behind exactly. all these things. Yeah. It's not just a model posing and looking beautiful, like, all of a sudden. Yeah. And uh, it takes a village. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. I was actually like thinking now. Oh my god, it's not just it's not just a model looking beautiful. There's a lot of people behind this concept of making it look like that in the end. So where should we find you? Is it yeah, in Instagram, your Facebook maybe? Yeah. So where can uh, we find you if people want to reach out? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can find me on Instagram via my handle. It's at Jenny Abehai. And you can also follow me on Facebook at Photography by Jenny Nabehat. So there, uh, you can look okay. at my work in yes. socials. I'm, I'm currently <laughs> thinking of building a separate website. Mm-hmm. So uh, stay tuned with my so- on my socials. Uh, watch out. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, <laughs> watch out for that. Our development. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Exciting things are coming for you. And thank you. Thank you so much much. for this one. And um, thank you so much. You guys hope you um, enjoyed the show and till next time. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the So Creative. Like and subscribe to get updates on future episodes.